It's a miracle. And Ivy, and you are listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be discussing the latest trending topics, so let's get straight into it. So before we get into it, how are you, Sammy? I I have COVID. Um, other than that, I'm well, I'm fine, you know, life. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I really thought I made it. It's all good. This whole pandemic is behind us now. You know, we, I've been vaccinated, double dose, all of that. COVID, me, we won't see. Our paths won't cross. And then the Amarian variant said, <laughs> no child, even you. Um, yeah, I, I got COVID and it was mad because I thought it was a cold. Like for a few weeks before I even like tested positive, I genuinely had like cold, what you would, the symptoms you'd associate with like a cold, right? Um, and I was doing tests and like nothing was coming up positive. So I was like, cool, it's just a cold. And then one day I saw them two lines and I was like, rah. Okay. Yeah, this new variant is really working over time. It's it's very scary how quickly it's spreading. It's ridiculous. Like a lot of people I was in one day just just got it. It was like a rapid thing. But I definitely think that like being double vaccinated helped because I, I didn't have, you know, the, the mad symptoms that you'd associate with COVID. Like I didn't have like fever or, you know, like a new and continuous cough and like thank goodness I didn't lose my taste of smell taste of smell sense of smell and taste but <laughs> food I need a flavor in, in my life and yeah yeah I definitely think like having the double dose was like the reason why I didn't have those symptoms and that I've literally just been fine but obviously like when you're positive you've still been isolating and, and yeah thing. of course like yeah I think it could have been a lot worse so I'm glad like even though it's annoying to have to isolate and it's annoying that you're not feeling amazing I'm glad it's not been severe yeah I don't know if I knew how like vaccines work I just thought like once you've had it you can't can't, like then get the disease or like you won't be affected by the disease yeah it might attack your body and then your antibodies do its thing and you never get it but apparently not apparently not yeah, no, you, you can still get it. You still definitely get it. Yeah. Yep. It was, yep. <laughs> yeah, but this this variant is is moving mad. Can we not just... I can't remember the last time we just had a peaceful Christmas. Please. Like, we have to go so far back into the archives to remember a time when we just had peace during December. This is just too much. If 2022 is bringing the same energy, I don't want any part of it. I'm over it. <laughs> the way we said this, like, last year, we were like... <laughs> 2020 was shit it's cuts out the window 2021 is gonna be my year and look at us so we're talking about hot girl summer look at us i'm gonna have to do like a whole hot girl year because one season is not enough yeah but i don't know if 2022 is that year i'm sorry to break it to you listen i might be 30 and doing up my hot girl year (laughs) at this point i wouldn't be surprised i just i feel like we're gonna get to a point where they're going to be like, listen, it's compulsory to get your 25th booster or you can't go into the world. That one right there, making it compulsory. Yeah. Yeah. They, they call it a booster, but really the third dose. Third yeah. Dose. They're saying third dose. Also, I hate that they're like, oh, this new variant is so contagious that even having two vaccines won't really do anything. But then they're also like, but if you get this third one, you're going to be fine. I'm like, the two statements aren't adding up. Yeah. Like, if the vaccine isn't really doing much, then what is this third booster going to do? Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it makes them feel like they're doing something. But I'll definitely say, like, it could have been a lot worse had I not have had my vaccines. That's very true. And to be fair, they are saying that even though a lot of people are contracting the variant, not many people are, like, dying or ending up in hospital. So I guess the vaccines must be doing something. Precisely, yeah. But that's that's my story. How are you? What have you been up to? Sammy, I'm miserable. I'm so sad. All I've had to look forward to these last few months was my trip to Ghana. And then COVID. COVID did what COVID does best. And now I am not going to Ghana. And I'm so sad about it. And you know when people are like, go back to your own country. That's really what I was trying to do. <laughs> and now I can't. So, yeah, I'm really sad. Yeah, COVID really came for the both of us. And it was so sad because I was looking forward to that trip for you. Like, the time when you said, I'll oh, meet my whole family going Ghana, I said, can I 
be in your family? Can I join your family? I too would have to come to Ghana. And, you know, I'd envisioned everything for you, the son, you were going to do hot girl, Ghana. And and COVID just said, yeah, not today. Yeah. Not this year, not this month, not next year. It was when I was watching the news, you know, like, yeah, there's this new variant. It's really contagious. A variant, whatever it's called, Omicron? What's it called? A Marian variant. Let's go with that one. Yeah, a Marian. And then they were like, um, and it also has a sister. And I was like, when did this become a family affair? I didn't realize this is what was going to happen in 2022. I, you know, and like, I, I had already started packing. I bought my swimming costumes. I was just so excited. And yeah, now I'm stuck in this hellhole. So um, yeah, I'm sad. That's actually very, very sad because it's like the only things you can really look forward to nowadays is like holidays. And when you're looking forward to one, you, you've been planning it for time, like the visas, the the malaria injections, everything. And, you know, you had your double dose. Everything was going swiftly well. Yeah. And, and, and look at me now. So um, that's sad. Also, um, I was out on the weekend um, and a couple of the girls I was, I was with basically messaged today being like, we've tested positive for COVID. So... <laughs> Um, your girl is probably going to need to be isolating over Christmas. So I, yeah. I think that's for the best because like all of us went out on Saturday, which is when we all contracted it. I was probably one of the first to find out and that was on Monday and everyone else was doing, you know, the lateral flows on Monday. Yeah, no, we're all good. Tuesday. Yeah, I'm testing but Wednesday. People are testing but Thursday. It's like, rah, this thing will just sit in your system for time. So that's what's scary like you can fully be testing and it can come up negative and it can still be in your system that's what's crazy yeah one of the girls did a test and the second line was very very faint that one. <laughs> it's definitely there it's definitely there that, that got me as well because when I first did it, it was like obviously the sea line comes up first I'm like cool that's normal and that other one it wasn't coming up for times so I was like you know what? I'm good and a couple of hours later, I was like I look back at it and I'm like wait there's I'm going to pretend I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Can I pretend I don't see? But it's like very faint. It's like, it's basically not there. It's basically not there, which means it must be negative. And it's like, what? I got the booklet and I was like, yeah, if there's a second line, even a faint second line, I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so close. It's so annoying. I really was Googling, like, can you get fake um, positives with COVID tests? Like, you know, pregnancy tests, it can be a false positive. I was like, is that a thing that can happen with COVID? Because I don't want to believe what I'm seeing right now. I think it is a thing that could happen, but also if you're around people that have had it, then it's not so false. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll be isolating until further notice. Um, this is also just like the most un-Christmassy Christmas period yeah. war history. It's not given like last year was quite a depressing Christmas. And, you know, I had I had high hopes this year and it's like, cool. Exact same thing as we were last year, but um, anyways, let's let's put the Christmas I say Christmas blues, COVID blues, Christmas feels aside, and get back to this episode. Yeah, this is a meaty topic. So this week we're talking all about ghosting, but specifically in friendships. And this has been a topic that's been trending a lot over the last week because <clears throat> two really talented influencers, Annie Drea and Adiola Patron, who have been really close friends for a really long period of time, have just fallen out because one has ghosted the other. And everyone on social media has been commenting on it, basically trying to decide who was to blame. And there's just a lot to unpack. And I want us to give our two cents. So just for some context, like I said, these two have been really close friends for years. And Annie Drea, over the last few months, um, basically she said she's been going through a lot mentally, but also dealing with family issues. And she's also been going through a breakup. So as a result, she ghosted a number of her close friends for a few months. And I don't know how many months, but it was meant to be a really long time. And ghosting in this context meant like not reaching out to her friends, not talking to her friends, but also not responding to her friends when they reached out to her, leaving her friends on red, not explaining to them why she was taking a step back, but also still posting on social media. And then after this long period passed, she then essentially 
went back to her friends and just kind of thought the friendship could resume as normal. And that wasn't the case. So Adiola basically went to Twitter to explain that she couldn't support the behaviour and that essentially their friendship was over. Yeah, so Adiola basically tweeted and she she said, people need to stop thinking ghosting close friends for months without communicating that you need space is normal or you can just slip right back into people's lives. Do you know how much can change within that time? I don't fuck with that stuff. Yeah, which um, yeah, which is basically the tweet that sparked all of this debate online. And then Annie went on her Insta stories and basically just tried to explain her side of it. And she said, to be honest, she doesn't regret her decision. She said it was the best thing for her mentally and that she just really hoped she would get some grace and understanding from her friends. Um, and yeah, everyone and their mums have been chiming in. And yeah, I feel like there's there's a lot to be said about this topic. What do you think, Sammy? Well, yeah, even when I first heard it, I was just like, I honestly, my first thing was like, I don't really see the problem here. Or I couldn't quite grasp why it had, you know, become such a big topic that everyone was speaking about. I'm like, oh, she clearly said she was going through things and, you know, like her mental health wasn't there and she just needed some space and that was it. Yeah. I can also understand like being on the other side of that, like if that hasn't been communicated to you and it's a really close friend like someone who you care about and you know who, who you have like love for and they kind of just disappear off the face of the earth I do also like kind of understand like where was the explanation like obviously you feel very very worried as well yeah and just to make it like crystal clear I guess they were the kind of friends that spoke every day or every couple of days um and while Annie was going through all of this stuff she didn't I guess, make any attempt to explain what was going on while it was happening. So I guess it'd just be like a random day, you go to message your friend, she reads it, doesn't respond. And then month comes and goes, another month comes and goes, and she's still not responded. And then maybe two, three months down the line, she goes, oh, sorry, guys, I've been going through a lot. Um, And I guess to me, like, if you're going through something mentally, you should always prioritize that and do whatever you need to do to get through that period. But I can also see why as a friend, if one of your best friends just like, just dips, just, yeah, drops off the face of the earth and they're still really active on social media, but they can't respond to your message. I can see how you would spend those months overthinking everything. You'd think, is there something I've done wrong? Like you'd think, do they not value our friendship anymore? And for them to then resurface and be like, oh yeah, so so how, how have things been? I can see how I would see that as disrespectful at the same time. Yeah, right. I think for me, because like it was excusable, like she, she had a good enough reason. She said she was going through family issues, breakup, low mental health moment. And as you said, I think people should always make themselves and their mental health a priority. So like, yeah, you might, you know lose some people along the way or upset some people but you have to do what's best for you at that point and in her video that she posted on like her insta story she was talking about how many friends she has she was like my social network is so huge like i don't have the time to message like 400 people and tell them what i'm going through which which i get i definitely understand it's like who do i tell who do i not tell that kind of issue so i was like you know if she has to she's going through some stuff at the moment she's got to prioritize that then I don't really see an argument. But again, like details, I don't really know how many months this was. But as you say, like if you're seeing someone who's, you know, left you on red, ghosting your messages, but then they're bare active on social, it it looks very, very jarring. Obviously, I understand that they're like social media influencers and it's kind of like their job. So maybe it's a bit different. They kind of have to stay on it. But yeah, I don't know if it ties in as well, because surely if you're going through some stuff like, people and sponsors and brands would be able to understand that I'm just not in the headspace to create content but it's like you're still doing that but yeah yeah your friend even if it's a simple like I'm just going through some things at the moment sorry if I don't like reply or respond I'm just dealing with some stuff and then that's it but yeah to not say anything and then to come back like hey guys what's up what have I missed (laughs) that's that's the thing that's what's really tricky it is hard though because I do think like when you are going through a really rough patch or if you're dealing with anxiety or depression sometimes like notifications and stuff like that can be really triggering um and if you're already overwhelmed even just something as trivial as small talk can like be the worst thing so I can completely see why removing that 
would be the most logical thing to do. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it would be so jarring and hurtful to see that same friend, yeah, posting on all of these different social media platforms and literally taking the time to open your messages, read them and just not even be able to go, listen, I just need a bit of space, but everything's good. Um, and that would be really upsetting. And I actually remember, I think it was sometime last year, we did an episode on adult friendships. And I think at that time, I used to kind of have the same opinion as Adiola. I was like, why does it take five to seven business days to respond to a text message? Like, why is it that hard to just say, I'm busy, but I'll get back to you. But I guess this year, I think for me has been unprecedented in terms of like mental health. Like I think just being or living through a pandemic and seeing, I guess, my anxiety increase in some ways, I've also now started to understand why sometimes you do just need to take some time out for yourself. And sometimes like, even though it's ideal to be able to message all of your friends and go, hey guys, I'm just going through something. Sometimes when you're just trying to make it to the end of the week, like that honestly feels like a really tall order. So I do get it. I do get it. And I guess like Annie said, she just hopes her friends would give her some grace and understanding. And it's a shame that their whole friendship has come to an end, I guess. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different like variables and factors, like how close they are. Is it someone you just like see at events and you know when you're out, is it someone you speak to every single day? Um, how long she was going through this period where she was like ghosting for, was it like a few weeks? Was it two months? Was it three months? Was it six months? Was it a whole year? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of like different factors, but yeah, I think we can all agree and say that like we've ghosted people at some point I've never I say never I don't normally like read a message and then not respond at least not on purpose sometimes I'll go to like type a response and I'll forget to press the send button but normally like if I've gone to the effort to read it I feel like okay you you at least deserve a response or I'm just not going to read the message at all yeah that's what it is that's what it is like when I have the time or when I'm good and in the right headspace and I literally have the time to like proper have a conversation or respond to you then I'll do it so I'm either like I'm not going to read it at all until I've got time or I'm going to read it and respond as opposed to I'm going to open it you can then see that I've read it and then not say anything for months yeah that's the part that feels a bit rude like the red receipt is so like I don't know it feels very intense and I think for me when I'm going through a rough patch I just turn all of my notifications off but I also get that for some people having that notification there, having that unread sign can also be triggering and that some people need to open the messages to remove that. But yeah, if you're the one on the receiving end of that and you're completely oblivious to what your friend is going through, you would think, what the hell has happened? Like, why are they not responding? And then when weeks go by and you're calling them and messaging them and they're still opening the messages but not responding, like, yeah, I I can see why that would be hurtful. But do you feel like if you're going through something mentally, like you owe your friend that explanation? Um, it's difficult. I would, I'm probably leaning towards saying like, yes, just because knowing like the kind of friends I have at least, or the kind of friend I would want to be is that, you know, if you are going through something, you don't have to, you know, give me details, but I care enough and I worry enough like about the person that, I just want to know you're okay. It's fine. Maybe you need like two months to sort your stuff out. I just want to know if like in this moment you're you're okay. Is there anything I can do kind of thing? Yeah. Because yeah, when people just like disappear for ages, you start worrying. But then I guess because they saw that she was still social on and like active on social media, they know she's at least like, you know, alive and whatever. But yeah, as you said, it's it's not really giving anyone the, the grace to just... I don't know. It's like people care for you and they just want to know you're okay. So yeah. like pull your heart out and give details, but just be like, I, I'm going through this. I need my time. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I guess as well, it depends how close you are to these friends. Cause, it, cause yeah. I guess there's some people that you don't talk to every week. So if it's friends that are like more acquaintances then no, but, right. but if they're like your best friends that you talk to on a regular basis, that you see on a regular basis, and then all of a sudden your whole communication just stops they are going to worry um, and they're going to question if something's gone wrong in that friendship. So it's hard though, because like some people do say you don't owe anyone anything. And if you're yeah. going through something, you need to just be a bit selfish and get through that rough patch. Yeah, I hear that. But, I, but I do kind of feel like 
especially when like your friends kind of become your extended family, mm-hmm. you do owe them a level of respect. And even if that means you are being really vague um, or evasive, but if you can even just say like, I'm really busy right now, even if you don't want to talk about your mental illness or your personal problems, even if you're just like going for a rough patch, or, I'm really busy right now, but I'll get back to you in a few weeks. I feel like that goes a long way. Like it's not even so much the the break or the friend stepping back it's just the lack of communication that I think feels disrespectful more than anything else yeah I think definitely acknowledging the fact that they have reached out and that they do care and then making an attempt I think is as you said like one of the key things is about level of respect like I've seen your message I'm just really busy at the moment I'll get back to you when I can and then it's cool fam you air me for eight hours after that cool you've said (laughs) I know (laughs) I know, I'm busy right now. I'm not going to be blowing up your phone with, like, messages every two minutes. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's just a level of grace and and respect towards people. I think, obviously, everyone's really different. Some people are, like, I don't owe you anything and you should just, you know, respect that I need my space, whatever. But I'm just thinking if, if it's, like, the flip side and your really close friend is going through something you're just like messaging them and they're not responding you would worry yeah worry because you know you care about them you're like oh what's going on and then seeing them active on social it's like oh how come she can do that and she can't respond to me like are we not close and it's about all those questions that then start running through your head and it could be simply simply fixed by just being like yeah i'm just going through some stuff um things aren't good at the moment i just need my time but yeah, everyone's different. Some people say like they just want to deal with things themselves. But I probably feel like even sharing, like, what's it, unloading, offloading some of that weight might help. And, you know, once you are back to being yourself, they're then the people you're going to turn to. Like she popped up when she was like good. And if it was good, she popped back up to a friend and was like, hey, what's up? What yeah. This moment? It's like, fam, do you not remember those six months where you didn't say anything it's like you you gotta act before as you want to after exactly you can't just erase that period where you just dropped off the face of the earth that's the sad thing it is tricky though and I think a lot of people say like if you wanted to you would like if you if you have a job like or if you are an influencer and you can find a way to keep up with posting all of your content or you can stay in touch with your family I think a lot of people are like well then why can you not just message one of your best friends like if you really wanted to you would but I also know that mental health isn't that straightforward but I can I can completely see how if you were that friend and you're seeing them post all these insta stories all these youtube videos they're editing these vlogs that are long and posting them it's like why can you not just message me and go hey babe everything's fine I'm just a bit busy right now or hey I'm just going through a rough patch yeah but do you feel like it was hasty for Adiola to fully just end the friendship I do think the whole doing it and out and people on social media is very very harsh and considering that you know they're both on socials and influencers it seemed very deliberate to be like cool I'm gonna use this medium to now come and out you and you know talk about my disappointment and talk about what you did I think that's very deliberate and I don't know if maybe Adiola like told her what was going on before this or Adiola was just like yeah I'm ending it I haven't heard from this girl but out of the tweet and then I think Annie may have done the video like in response but I don't know if it's a close friend someone you've cared about have love for I, I'm not into like airing your business yeah and out and people on social media for stuff like that and I don't know maybe looking back back at it now I mean, that her friend was going through some, like, deep issues. I don't know if she will feel a type of way about, oh, I just out her on social media. And you have, like, people in timelines arguing about business that is in theirs. Yeah, and yeah. No, that was the most appropriate way to deal with the situation. Yeah, especially knowing how, well, for one, how toxic social media can be. And for B, knowing that your friend is already struggling mentally. Like, she doesn't need this kind of backlash as well. But I guess some people were saying, like, Adiola didn't, say she was explicitly talking about Annie Drea so it could have been about anyone but anyone who follows those two and knows their friendship it's it wasn't hard to put one and one together do you know what I mean like it was very obvious who it was about um and she also spoke about it indirectly on her podcast as well so it's just like you two were so close for so long like I get that you maybe have fallen out but 
to almost go and expose your friend who's just been like suffering for however many months like that just doesn't feel like the right way to go about it in my opinion yeah like when I first heard about it I really thought that it wasn't much of a like a topic I didn't really understand why it needed to be argued like one person was going through you know a rough time didn't really speak to anyone it would make sense it I think it would be slightly different if you know she spoke to some people and then just aired you know adiola but it was like it didn't seem like she was speaking to anyone Um, yeah and then yeah having someone else just like act on social media like we don't respond to messages it's like there are bigger things in the world and you know I know people have fallen out for a lot more than not responding to messages but I do understand it's like the level of respect and being gracious enough to just tell people um not even what you're going through but that you know you're not going to be around for or you're going through some stuff and you're not going to respond I think it it probably was more about like the level of respect as opposed to her just not responding to a few messages yeah and I think I've also like I would never air my closest friends um because you guys are like family to me I would never do that but people that I don't talk to often sometimes when I'm overwhelmed I just I can't even engage in those kind of conversations but from experience I can say that it's never personal when you're airing people it's not that like you don't care about the friendship or you don't care about the person it's just that like you've got too much going on to even like stretch your mind to have that kind of small talk so it's a shame that like Adiola couldn't see that it wasn't personal but at the same time when that is your best friend like it's just such a it's such a sticky situation and also I guess like if you are Adiola in this situation you're the friend on the receiving end of this like what if she was going through something and she needed her friend? Do you know what I mean? Like, what if she genuinely needed to catch up with her friend because she was going through something? It's like friendships, like one thing that's so important to me in terms of friends is having people that are loyal and reliable. Mm -hmm. And if you can know that at any point in time between now and the rest of your friendship, that person can just dip for months. Like, that's not really like, it's hard to, I guess, trust that friendship fully knowing that they can just disappear and leave you when you need them. Yeah that's another thing like if they're also going through other things at the same time that you know they want to share with you and you're just like not even around like as you were saying like friendships are mutual it's a two-way street and it ju- it just seemed like Annie Dre just locked it off down there she was like cool and there's nothing nothing is coming in nothing's going out so obviously that is really really hard and painful and you are on the receiving end and I've been on the receiving end of stuff like that where I'm just like fam what's wrong with this girl I've been messaging her all day all day she's not responding and I start asking other people I'm like what's going on am I just moving mad and yeah it turns out I don't know their phone just died or I don't know they left their phone at home or something and it's literally like such a small thing and I feel stupid that I got like on my high horse and was asking better questions but I've also done it like as a recent when I was writing my dissertation I wasn't really responding to to messages or whatsapp I think there was probably one person I didn't respond to like messages for a week I just did I wasn't in the mindset to be doing small talk and banter I was like I'm very stressed right now and I want to get this piece of work done so yeah due to obviously my closest friend I was still like speaking to um and once we we're just checking in but at that point I think I just let everyone know that Everyone knows I'm writing my dissertation right now. Yeah. At one point, it was, like, crunch time, and I just didn't have time for the whole Banter 2-2 conversation. So I just... I left it, like, unread, though. Yeah, that's the key. Once I was done, I opened all those messages, and I responded to every single one. I replied to this point, this point, this point, this point. It's like, yeah, just knowing that people are going through things and, like, just giving them the grace and the time, but also letting them know what's up. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like you said, like, when you were doing your dissertation, everyone and their mums knew you were doing your dissertation. So if you weren't responding, people knew what you were doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't random. It was, there was a very good reason as to why you couldn't come to your phone at that time. Yeah. Even if that that was the the context was, I'm doing my master dissertation. Very stressful time. That's it. If If I don't respond, you know, it's probably because I'm doing that. There could have been other deeper stuff going on. You know, I could have been depressed. I could have been this. No one needs to know. You know I'm doing my this. I've given you that much. Even that small amount, you know, like, okay, cool. There's some stuff going on. Fine. Just yeah. Just calm. I don't know if, like, Annie did did that in the, in this sense where you just, just like, I'm busy at the moment. You don't need to say what you're doing, what you're busy doing. 
now's not a good time for me. You don't need to explain why. Just one small scent. Just give them one small scent. Yeah. So they know. And then go on about do your business or take all the time you need in the world after that. Exactly. Even if it is six months, as long as you've given me something to hold on to and I know the friendship is still alive and well, that's fine. Do you. But I think, yeah, it was the fact that she said absolutely nothing. And a lot of people, especially on Twitter, have been like, you you just you just can't do that like you can't just drop a friendship and then be like hey guys what's good like you just yeah. can't do that especially as like even in um adiola's tweet she was like yeah do you know how much can change within that time like that is a whole six months is like a whole lifetime anything can happen everything can happen in that time so yeah you can't like i think that's what it is you can't be surprised if when you resurface that friend is hurt yeah a hundred percent and six months is a long time. If I had not heard from you for six months, okay. <laughs> okay, this is, I'll give you two sides. Honestly, if I haven't heard from you for two months, I'm like, where the heck is this girl at? Like, is she dead? Like, what's it? There is no excuse. There is no excuse whatsoever. But I'm also belling up your sister's phone. I'm calling up your mom's <laughs> phone. Anyone else who is an associate of Ivy, I'm calling up their phone, yo, where's Ivy? Work, anyone you work with, work for, um, where's Ivy at? Your house, I'm going around your yard, I'm knocking. But let's remember, in this context, I'm still posting on Instagram every day. I'm uploading YouTube videos. My WhatsApp picture, I've changed it. Like, I am, I am constant online. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, you're out here posting TikToks, but you can't <laughs> can't respond to my message. It's it, it does feel like a violation. It is a violation. Yeah, it's one thing if you're completely you're gone, you've disappeared yet, you're underground, but you're actually on Twitter. You're on. You're doing up TikToks and dances, but my message you can't respond. To, yeah, I'd be mad. Do you know what I mean? Even even adding music to your Insta stories, writing up witty Insta captions, but you can't just say, "Listen, I'm busy." Yeah, no, that would hurt. That would really hurt. And it's the fact that you, I know how long those videos take to edit, so you got time for that, but you don't have time to just ten second, ten second reply. You don't have time for that. Like, do you know how long it is to film a vlog and edit it down and upload it to YouTube? Do you know how long that takes? Even to like make a thumbnail. Do you know how long that process is and you can't even send a text back? No, that's that's going too far. Yeah, so on that end, if that's, you know, three to six months long that's happening for, you'd be like, what what the hell is going on? You'd be like, what in the world is going on? Yeah, and you would think like, clearly she's seeing these messages. She doesn't want to talk to me and I think you would overthink it. I think you would think you've done something wrong or she's just she doesn't want to be friends with you anymore because like if you have no context like how would you justify that correct it seems like everything's very deliberate because you have time for that but you don't have time for this and I know people can mask things differently but it's like oh she's really going through all this stuff how come she can still post videos and like look all cheerful I don't know what her videos are like but as someone on like the opposite side I, I understand how those kind of questions could go through your mind they were like hey you're right what's good and i'm like excuse me excuse me I want- like, can you just rewind six months do you not remember what just happened i'm like yeah. i need explanation from the start before you hey hello hi me yeah i need point evidence explanation i need the receipts i need answers we can't just jump back to to friendship small talk after all of that yeah but let's let's say we were actually in that scenario and let's say on Monday, we were chatting, everything was calm. And let's say on Tuesday, you message me, I leave you on red. Let's say you message a few days later, I leave you on red. I'm still posting on social media. I'm still chatting, doing my thing on YouTube. You message me at the end of the week, still nothing. Months go by, I'm still not responding to you, but my social media is thriving more than ever. And then let's say six months go by and I go, Sammy, I'm so sorry, I was just going through it. Would you still be my friend? Uh, what do you mean uh? <laughs> no because when you explain it like that it sounds very mad because after one week of not, I'd be like what the heck is this girl on like is this some kind of joke after two after yeah I don't know because in context we message near enough every day yeah so if it was just like two three days I'd be like cool well, she's probably like working or writing on like writing something working on something whatever I probably didn't check a week, I'm like, hmm, this is a bit suspicious. 
after two weeks, I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely at some point a call will have been made, multiple calls will have been made to your phone, voice notes. I'm calling up your family. I'm coming around to the house at that point. If it was nothing for six months, I'd assume we weren't friends anymore. I would assume. <laughs> I would assume. Because six months is basically a year. If I haven't seen or heard, I'm just like, I don't know what I did, but this girl's even fallen off the face of the earth or maybe she don't want to be my friend anymore because there's no explanation. But then you come back and you're like, yeah, one well, one. I'm like, excuse me? I don't know. Maybe I probably, I don't know. Six months is basically a year, Sammy. It's a long time. That's a long time. You're right, because in that context, like you said, a week would feel like a lifetime. Correct. Pretty much every day, a week would already be like painful. Like you'd already grieve the friendship in the first month. So five months later, nah, it's old news. Yeah, let alone like 24 weeks. Put it into context. I would just, I would ask all the questions. I'd ask everyone. I'd speak to... I'd speak to Jem. I'd speak to everyone, being like, "Yo, do you, have you heard from her? Do you know what's going on with Ivy? Do does anyone know what's going on? With no, but yeah. it's just on social. So I'm like, clearly, nothing could be that bad. Yeah, so clearly, I'd be alive and well. And that's 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 also the thing. Like, if you're messaging, let's even say you're messaging once a week for that six month period, every message you're sending is being read. Every call that you are sending, every call you're making, even is being sent to voicemail. Every voicemail isn't being listened to. All your FaceTime requests denied. It's like, you know that your friend is on the other end of that phone choosing not to communicate with you. And that would hurt. Yeah, I think that would be very, very painful because it's like, what what did I do to you to deserve this treatment? And especially if you don't know that the other person is going through some stuff, it just feels like they're doing this because they don't like you. Yeah, that's what's sad. And especially as like, knowing that if your friend was going through something difficult, you'd also want to be there to support them. Yeah. And knowing that they've just cut you out of their life as if you're in a problem, like yeah. it would be really hard to get over. And then even if you did get over all of that, I do think at the back of your mind, you'd think, well, are they going to do this again? Are they going to dip for the next four months? Precisely. And it's like, oh, maybe they didn't trust me enough with this information or they didn't think that I could help or whatever. But yeah, after that amount of time, it would feel very, very painful and you would just assume that, I don't know, this person's cut you off. Because, again, it's very deliberate. Like, if they're erring everyone, they're erring you. But, again, they still have time for social media to be putting mm-hmm. pics, to be taking pics, to be do- doing up hauls, TikToks, all of that. It's like, okay, how can you have time for that? But you, you don't have time to just tell me how you are. I, I understand it being very painful. Like we said, like, I know people deal with things differently. But I just think if you're on the receiving end, just thinking about how it would feel that way around. Yeah. It would definitely be very difficult for them to just pop back up, you know, six months later, just be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. That's the thing. Like I do, I can, I can really see both sides and I can get like, if you are going through it mentally and you're literally just trying to make it to the end of the week, I can get that like your friends wouldn't be your priority at that point, but I don't know how many months this was, but even if it was two months, like I can see how if you were on the receiving end of that treatment, you'd be so hurt. Like for one of your best friends to betray you like that, like it'd be hard not to take that personally. Yeah. Plus there was this guy on um social media and he was saying there's all this vim, all this energy for when guys ghost girls, but when it's a friend, like the reaction is kind of different. And he was like, it's, it's not okay. Ghosting is ghosting. If you're going to go off on a guy for ghosting you, you should also go off on your friend for ghosting you. And he has a point. Yeah. I think obviously it, it depends on the time. Like when people are like, oh, he didn't respond instantly or she responded today. I'm just like, okay, you need to give people some grace. Like there are 24 hours just in a day. Just, just relax. Like no one's day revolves around just you. However, three months, I'm, I, I don't know what I can say. Yeah, yeah. The the only difference is, I think, especially when it comes to dating, I think when someone goes somewhere they're dating, it's usually because, like, they just don't have the balls to be honest and say, I'm not feeling anymore. And it's often just, like, cowardly. Whereas at least, at least in this situation, it was because she was struggling mentally. Like, she did have a very good reason for not communicating. It's just a shame it was so long and it's a shame that she could be present on social media I think that's what it was if she didn't open any of the messages and she wasn't on social media as terrifying as that would be because you think your friend might have just died somewhere 
like at least you would be able to say she clearly cannot do this anymore she can't respond to any messages she's really going through it but to just know that like she's declining your calls she's sending them to voicemail she's reading all your messages she's still active everywhere like that yeah I, I couldn't do that exactly and with zero context you would just you would just think okay calm this person won't be my friend anymore this i don't know they've just cut me off or whatever because it, it literally feels like you've just been cut off i think it is a bit mad to to you know ghosted someone for so long and then come back and just expect everything to be as normal i think that was quite naive from annie annie Drea, if yeah if she did think that you know, yeah good. i'll just come back and you will just pick up where we left off because you know as adiola was saying like a lot can happen in six months like other people have gone through stuff you weren't there for them or you didn't seem to care or show an interest and now you're just popping up as if we can just pick up from where we left off but that was six months ago and now yeah. minds have changed everything's changed yeah that's that's what's true and i think like Ironically, Annie Drea's reason for for ghosting was kind of valid, but if she didn't give her friends the reason as to why she was disappearing and they had no idea why she was disappearing, yeah, yeah, they would just, they'd start grieving the friendship. They'd think she doesn't want to be friends with us anymore, but she doesn't have the heart to tell us. So she's just blanking us and getting on with her life. And yeah, you'd overthink everything. And during that period of time, I think you would just come to terms with the fact that that friendship is gone. So when she then resurfaces, you've already grieved the whole friendship. You're already done. You've already put it to one side. So to yeah. be able to like start that friendship from scratch, it's like, I can I can see how that would be really challenging to do. Right. Especially when you haven't been given like a time period either. Like A, you haven't even been told, I'm going through some stuff. I'm going away for a little bit. But you haven't been told like, oh yeah, I just need a few weeks. I just need a few days to go with this thing and then I'll be back. I just need a few weeks. I just need like a month and I'll be... So time is just... Everything else is continuing on as normal. Maybe in your head, I just need six months, but you haven't expressed that to anyone else. So time is just going as it's normally going. No one's expecting, oh, in six months, you know, she's going to come back and she'll be all good. Again, it's a lot to expect from from people, but yeah, it... It's probably really painful. If it was you, it would definitely be painful. I'd definitely be heartbroken, you know, sad and crying and weeping and all, and all that stuff because the friendship is just so, it's so deep. But yeah. I would also hope that if you were going through anything, like you would trust me enough to like tell me or like if I just checked in, I feel yeah. simple. I'm good. Speak soon. Just yeah. You just minimum. Yeah, and trust your friends. Like they just want to support you and be there for you and. I think if you do tell your friend I need some space, they'll give you the space. You just need to tell them something, you know, that's, that's what it is. And I think it's sad in this situation because these two have been so close for so many years and this all could have been prevented by a simple text message. That's what's really upsetting. It's like, it didn't need to get here. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was just like, oh, she's going through some stuff. Like she's right. Not like right, but as in she deserves to be given that kind of grace and you know, people are, are going through things. Um, but I, I definitely see it from both sides. I don't know if social media was the appropriate platform or medium to do that on, but maybe, maybe Anna said, she was like, cool, social media is the only thing she seems active on right now. So let me put it there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it's in my two cents. She's not responding to calls, text, whatever. So let me put it on social. That one she'll definitely see. But what's also explained is that um, in her insta story video annie joe was like oh if i was on on the other side and you know i hadn't seen my friend and they weren't responding to text i would call and she was like i prefer to call and yeah so it says you weren't answering your phone so that was not an option yeah i don't i don't know about that one i feel like naturally after you've messaged someone and they haven't responded or they haven't seen it or whatever or, you know, they've read it and haven't responded. I would then go to call. Like, let me come live and direct. You can't say you haven't seen it. It's ringing. I'm going to call you two, three times, different days, leave voicemails. At that point, there's no reason for anyone to say that, oh, yeah, you didn't try doing that or you didn't try contact. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you haven't responded to text, you can't then say, oh, well, she should have tried calling me. I don't yeah. think that's a valid excuse because it seemed like you just weren't trying to speak to anyone at all. Exactly. Yeah, and I think... 
yeah, I think actions speak louder than words. And if you're constantly reaching out to your friend, they're reading all of your messages and they're choosing not to get back to you. You would take that as they don't want to talk to me. Correct. You can't then turn around and blame them for not continually reaching out six months down the line after you've blanked them. Like you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. So I don't know about that one. Naturally, I would probably start with texting then call. If it was serious, serious and you know, we're dead close and I know where you live or I know like your mum's number or like your sibling's number, I do all that. And yeah, if we're dead close, then I'll come around to your house. But yeah, she should have called instead of... It's like, clearly you weren't trying to speak to anyone. So that kind of excuse, like, oh, if she really cared, she would have tried to call me. You probably just would have ghosted her calls if she didn't do that. But yeah, I don't know if social media was was the way, the appropriate way to do it. But maybe she said, it's the only thing you seem to respond on. That's true. (laughs) It's so true. Plus, like, yeah, I guess to feel like you've lost a friendship and then to feel like, I don't know, your friend has almost disrespected you by not even acknowledging that period of time that they've just blanked you, you might just feel really hurt and not even care anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, I, yeah, I don't think social media is the way forward. Like, we know how bad trolling can be. You also know that even if you're not friends anymore, your ex-friend or whatever was going through something mentally and, and being trolled online is not going to help that. So I don't think it was the right way. But do you know what I was just thinking? Like, I just realised this year, like, or the last six months, Adiola Patron, like, has been so successful. Like, she's come up with this clothes line and she's come up with a podcast with two of her friends as well and like imagine just like achieving some of your biggest life goals mm. and your friend can't even text you back and I'm wanting to share that as well and yeah. not, not even a oh my goodness congratulations well done you've accomplished so much I'm so proud of you that kind of thing but also you want to share this news um I had just dropped the whole cause I'm like I mean guess what we made it we made it you would want to get hyped and you know celebrate next to your friends and it's like I haven't heard from you for six months it's like you would just think like okay cool that's it it's it's done it's over because if she's not going to be here I don't know what's going on with her she's not going to be here to you know celebrate my wins yeah then what kind of friend are you and that's what you would think you're like oh what kind of friend would just leave you high and dry kind of situation and then to pop back half a year later be like exactly also knowing that like you're promoting your new brand and your podcast on social media so this same friend probably is aware of everything that you're doing but they're choosing not to reach out that would be so sad like I can't even imagine how horrible that would feel plus I do feel like a best friend should be a hype man and they should want to see you succeed Mm -hmm. so when you're finally achieving the goals you've always spoken about if they can't even just like even just send a little emoji you know just just a cheeky bit of confetti just something like to just get nothing from that friend like you'd think they just don't care about you so oh it is a hard one like I I completely get why Adiola is pissed I'd be pissed too I'm not even gonna lie um it's just a shame because this all could have been prevented yeah I don't think it's the whole airing everyone but still being present to you know get that pee and to do this the content creation probably feels a bit hypocritical and like a slap in the face yeah yeah and at the same time like Annie Drea said she doesn't regret it she was like it was what I needed to do and if you don't understand that she was like that's fine like she wasn't salty about it she was just like I get that for some people you might not want a friend like that and it's, it's a shame but I completely understand and I think she was just like it was such a difficult period that that's what she needed to do to cope and yeah she has no regrets so Fair to her, but like, yeah, it's it's just drop your friend a text. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one because yeah, when people are dealing with things, you can't be mad at them for how they've dealt with like a painful time they're going through. Yeah. And it's also just like you're not even gonna just apologize for how you made me feel within that time or yeah. I I don't know. I don't know, it's, it's a hard one, it's a hard one, but to just be like, yep, yeah, n- no regrets. Obviously, you don't want to regret anything you're doing to put your mental health first and make it a priority, but maybe at least acknowledging, like, how you've treated people within that time, um, yeah. if it's, like, uncalled for as well, like, I don't really think anyone deserves that. Obviously, she had her excuse, and it was, like, a valid reason, but I still don't think, like, any close friend, people who really care about you deserve that, so... Yeah. this is what I needed to do for the time to do with this I'm sorry it felt like I left you hanging 
and I'm sorry if it felt like I wasn't there for you when you needed blah 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 I just needed to make myself a priority I feel like that's you know a simple enough apology you're not apologizing for you know bettering yourself but maybe for how you left other people feeling I feel it's like just a basic necessity yeah just like taking full accountability and not trying to like justify your actions but just yeah saying you understand why they're hurt and you genuinely are sorry for it also I do think like if you are still present on social media you could always post a story on social media being like I'm really busy right now so if I haven't responded to your messages nothing's wrong I'm just going through a lot or something like there are there are ways to to go about it but yeah at the same time you never know what someone else is going through and I think it's it is very important to like give people the benefit of the doubt and to just always be kind but at the same time if you can reach out to a friend and just give them a version of what's going on I feel like that can go such a long way yeah especially if it is people that genuinely care for you and love you and have your best interest at heart even if you tell one person and they let the rest of your friends know just give people something to know that you're okay I'm not saying you have to put it on a story and let the whole world know that you're depressed or whatever but at least you're your close friends like whatever you would expect if the shoe was on the other foot but yeah, yeah. you're right about extending people grace exactly yeah I do think it's a very interesting topic though like if anyone listening has any really strong opinions about this please dm us because I do find it really intriguing a hundred percent I'd be definitely up for hearing this because uh, yeah like we said I used to be why am I being ghosted but (laughs) as you get older you understand you know people are just busy and when you're also busy you're like yeah I was when I have good time I'll I'll let you know and I'll speak to you properly right now it's not the, the correct moment and just like cool I can understand that I can understand that everyone's calm keep it moving yeah and like your priorities change as you get older and you realize like sometimes you do just have to be a bit selfish this is obviously the more extreme version of that but yeah I do understand that like sometimes your goals change sometimes your actions have to change and it can be crap for your friends but it's not always personal And if you want to share your thoughts on the episode, use the hashtag BlackBrokenBrilliant on Twitter or message us on our Insta page. You know what to do. Like, follow, drop us a rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Share this podcast with your friends and on your socials. We'll be back next Thursday. I've been Ivy. I've been Samiracle. Thanks for listening.